0: Well, we like to feature lots of different types of businesses and charities and uh, academic and civic leaders on this show. But today we've got a gentleman who's running a business that you wouldn't necessarily normally get to hear about, but really quite important in our lives, uh, you know, in, in so many ways. Um, I'd like to welcome Matt Harvey, who is the MD of a business called p and Pumps which is actually based just outside Northamptonshire in Sawtree, Cambridgeshire. But um, Matt and his family live in the county, and indeed, I think we'll here have some installations in the county. But welcome, Matt. And yep, tell us about P&M Pumps and what they do.
1: Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, P&M Pumps, as the name tends to suggest, uh, we're a pump sales company. We began, oh, it's going to be 26, 27 years ago this year now. Uh, myself and my father were involved in it. We started in his study and uh, basically the, the years have shot past and uh, we've carried on from there. We, we employ or I employ nine people now. I have an office in Sautry like you say, uh, I also have a, a rented office down in Andover where my sales engineer there controls all of the south there because uh, we're a national company. We sell all over the country, basically, and into Ireland.
0: So how did the idea sort of come about then? Was it you or your dad's idea?
1: It is a bit of a strange one, yeah. Um, my father actually began, began his life as a carpenter. And then he hurt his back. And then he got into sales. He sell, he, in the 70s, he sold the, uh, I don't know if you remember, you probably would, the uh, Dymo label printing machine. Mm, yes. And, and then he got into uh, engineering products, selling those all over the country. He worked for a big American company. And basically, uh, it sort of gradually rolled on from pieces of a pump, if you like, to the whole of the pump. And the, the, the concept of the pump, because there, there were so many opportunities there. A pump, mm. as you said, is a very underrated piece of kit. Uh, I believe I saw one quote where at one point 30% of the the world's power consumption was being used by a pump. Good. Girl. That's <laughs> yeah. a, a figure, isn't it? It did. It, it, it certainly did surprise me as well. But if you think about it, pumps are everywhere and anywhere. <laughs> and of course, probably the most important one is the one that's about 10, 11 inches from below your chin, in the
0: middle of your chest. Hub. <laughs> the heart indeed. so do you make the pumps or import them or how does it work What we did we, we did right from the start we found
1: what we thought was the best one and we had to find one that that just had that little bit extra you know, what you need is the unique product you need the special product and it's an American manufactured pump and we are sole uk agents distributors we control everything that comes into the country uh, the The manufacturer is called Vaughan Chopper Pumps. They're based in a beautiful part of the the world in the northwest in Washington State. Uh, And yeah, we we import them in from the States and literally we bring them in and sell them out around the country.
0: And offer servicing as well afterwards? So like an annuity income with any client?
1: Yes, to a certain extent. We never, from an early day, we never really wanted to get into the the maintenance, the call outside of things, because you would be the, always on the go 24 hours. You, no matter where you you'd think you'd turn off, uh, there'll always be someone ringing you up, asking you or t- saying, oh, your pump's broken down, because they're, they're the usual terms. When the pump breaks down, it's always our pump. When it's working, it's their pump. <laughs> mm. so,
0: so who does that,
1: and who provides that? Sir? I I I employ a couple of engineers. I've got a workshop that we do maintain them. We often we often a a maintenance um, schedule, but we don't. What we don't do is we don't want to be like I say, be emergency call out people. We don't want to roam around the country, fitting, installing, or taking them out. Uh, And basically, there are pretty much hundreds. Of pump companies around the country that are, are very much much more uh, kitted out and more experienced in this sort of thing and all we tend to do is just advise them with drawings parts uh, all sorts of information that they require mm.
0: I like the uh, what's the word the um, not the simplicity I mean in a positive sense of the of the business model right what what exactly. what are the applications then for the pump so you know where do your pumps go and where would one see them? Because they're not going to be down in WH Smiths, that's for sure. No, they're not.
1: Well, they probably might. There might be one underneath WH Smith. <laughs> but basically, it's wherever uh, solids are needed to be pumped. Solids, as in it can range. I mean, a, a good catchphrase is from sewage to strawberries. Um, our main market is the wastewater market, the effluent market. Uh, we deal with all the major utility companies, Anglin Water, Seven Trent, Thames Water. But also we, can, we pump uh, waste fish, waste salmon up in Scotland. We, we uh, pump uh, waste crabs in, in Cromer. We, we pump anything really because what the pump is, I, I mentioned the unique feature uh, previously, it chops and pumps at the same time. Mm. And that's how we've managed to sell this pump, which, uh, admittedly, is probably 20 to 30% more more expensive than our so-called competitor. But uh, the customer tends to recognise that it's in for the long run. He'd prefer to have some pay something uh, a little more expensive and put it in, and then forget about it, and not and not uh, having to go out to it all the time, being blocked up and
0: uh, choked up. Okay. So you say sewage to stru- strawberries. I like that. Yes. Um, let's think about the, um, further up the chain then. Do, do you have, and I guess there's lots of different sizes of pumps that you sell, but are you doing a lot in the food industry?
1: Um, yes. Yeah. In fact, only today i got an order for a replacement pump. Uh, not so much the food industry for AB InBev up in Salisbury and Preston, who make Budweiser, Stella mm. Artois, uh, the food business, yes, um, predominantly in the northwest there. We're in various poultry processes. Uh, I don't know when this is going out. In the, is it going out in the morning while people are eating their breakfast? We're oh, in abattoirs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're yeah. in
1: pig abattoirs. And, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and the vegetable processes as well.
0: Okay. And the pumps vary in size from what? Give us some idea from a sort of uh, I don't know mm-hmm. a wine box size up to the size yeah, of a pallet you t- or a lorry or you, you tend to gauge a pump
1: by its, sort of, uh, its discharge size the size of the, the hole it pumps through basically if you want for one of a better term mm-hmm. and our pumps uh, begin at a three inch discharge or 80 millimeters whatever way you want to be uh, up to I think the biggest one we do is 16 inch mm-hmm which, uh, to be fair, if you fell inside it, it would chop you up and spit you out without any problem whatsoever. Good grief.
0: I'm uh, just looking at the room <laughs> 12, 12 inch, 16 inches. Okay. I, uh, yeah, 300 mil, what's that, about,
1: uh, yeah, about, about 400 mil, mil isn't it, 16 inch, my goodness. basic mathematics is right.
0: And, are, and are, I mean, are there bigger pumps than that, as others do? Or, was, or is that sort of pretty standard for the pump market? of the, the pump market, there are bigger pumps, but they have to be bigger
1: because uh, the way they handle solids. It's a, it's a completely separate market uh, from clean fluids. That's why we, mm-hmm. we got into it, because it, it's a difficult market. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clean fluid pumps, pump water all day without problems um that's why we wanted to specialize and there's very different types of solids handling pumps ours can be uh restricted in size or not quite physically the size because as i said it chops yeah. it chops the material as it enters the pump whereas uh, uh, our main competitor doesn't have a chopper pump all it does it just pass whole solids mm. and and so obviously that physically, it has to be bigger to be able to handle larger solids. Where we come in, basically. Mm.
0: And you, you talked about sewage, so um, that yep. must be a big market for you. Uh, are your mm. is equipment in Northamptonshire? Then, anywhere that we might oh, uh, recognise? Listen,
1: you could probably smell <laughs> some of ours uh, <laughs> on a on a on a windy day over in Billing. Um, <laughs> Billing is one of Anglian Water. Anglian Water are the biggest territorially or territorially wise of the water companies. They've got the most land space. Uh, And they spread from the east coast over to probably uh, West Northamptonshire, is probably uh, the furthest to go west. And uh, Billing is one of their main, what we call, um, sludge treatment Mm centres. So they actually import they import sludges from Peterborough, from Kettering, from Kings Lynn, all over the place. Uh, they just, but they had a, a, a very uh, big investment, probably eight or nine years ago, probably thirty million quid's worth of investment to increase the output. They, I think, the last figures were it handles around about the equivalent of a population of about four hundred and fifty thousand people.
0: Through billing, okay.
1: Through billing, yeah. It handles 60% of all angling water sludge. And our sludge, quickly, is what the wastewater treatment process aims for. It's the dewatered product. Mm-hmm. The wastewater process tries to take as much water out of the waste as possible. So then they can only dry it and they can burn it, uh, the end product. They can use it to build. They can use it for animal feed, for fertilisers, and basically, billing, uh, the, the process it, it uses there, it literally is self-sustained. It powers itself.
0: Amazing. So there's very little waste mm. then. So water's recycled once right. it's cleaned up, yes. and then everything yes. else is put to a good use, which is really, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? And very so yeah. important today.
1: Oh, it's yeah, it, it is very their aim is to become, they even sell electricity back to the national grid. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So they're they're being paid to accept the stuff, the processing it, and then the selling out again, it's it's an excellent business model.
0: really. Indeed. Well, we're not, um, this isn't going out of a breakfast. It is going out of a dinner. So let's (laughs) change the subject slightly, which is really the impact of COVID on the business and on you personally, and your sort of working Mm. day. Well, I
1: have to say I was quite belligerent in from the word go. Uh, there wasn't a thought in my mind to begin with that I wasn't going to be working or we, we as a company, weren't going to be working, uh, because I sort of realized, uh, we were vital if you like, uh, you know, like I said, it's a very underrated business, a very underrated process, but you don't have to miss it when it's not there. Yeah so you've and, been and kept
0: pretty busy all the way through uh,
1: pretty busy it, we have two sort of types of business we have the, the, the i said again the bread and butter business which is one of a better term which is uh pumps spares new pumps and then we have a bigger project business where uh we get involved in involved in uh multiple pump projects uh we we are also get involved in mixing tanks full. I don't know if you're familiar with say on a sewage treatment works that they need tanks, concrete tanks uh, below ground, uh, above ground to hold sludge, to transfer sludge. And then it, and ultimately uh, where it's digested, which creates the gas uh, to power both the, the sites and then creates gas and put it through turbines, through... Uh, Power units to create electricity.
0: So you get involved in designing these. Um, yes, the, projects, the,
1: yeah. the systems. Um, and COVID did put a quite a, a stranglehold on that side of the business because uh, a lot of the project, the project engineers and consultants were furloughed and had to go and work from home. Uh, and of course. It's not quite that easy to work from home when you need to be surrounded by uh, engineering and inform- vast amount of information, drawings, uh, technical information. And, and so a lot of the projects were put on hold. Mm. Yet a bit of a double-edged sword. They seemed, especially the water companies, seemed to want to stockpile on pumps and parts. They thought it was probably coming to the end of the world. They wanted to, they wanted to make sure they were fully stocked up if the whole country came to a standstill. And so we, our business increased in spares uh, and replacement pumps as well. So really the two balanced each other out. So you
0: haven't had to furlough anybody then?
1: No, no. The first thing I did, I got everyone everyone in the office. And I said, look, uh, I believe we're key workers we need to keep going, our customers need need us to be here, are you happy to be here as well? And they all stood there and nodded their heads, and that was good enough for me. And we took the basic precautions, the sanitizers, uh, um, the trying to keep the social distance, but of course it can be quite difficult in this sort of environment. Uh, But no, as far as, as far as we were aware we were, we were more than happy to carry on in fact they were probably they were probably uh very contented to be actually working themselves and uh, and being out of the home environment if you like uh,
0: so you're all talk. going in, including yourself then you Matt
1: you're not all oh, definitely from home yeah no 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 i was the, I was the prime mover i've got to say i I wanted everyone there yeah uh,
0: okay well this is it's good that the success is coming out of it. Have you found mm-hmm. any other? I know lessons or learnings from this time, though, in terms of innovation or a different, I don't know, approach to to your team or from your team. Um,
1: Yes, I mean, yeah, like I said, we we did um, move into some basic hygiene, some basic hygienic uh, narratives and processes, whereas before we were quite, I was quite flippant about. uh, Dare I say, like health and safety and uh, and hygienic um systems within the company like hygiene but our our business can be engulfed by bureaucracy and, and red tape if we allow it to be mm-hmm. um without a doubt and because look and that is one of one of the main reasons why i didn't want to get into uh, on-site engineering, maintenance, repairs. Because nowadays, now you need an appointment just to get on a sewage treatment works, mm. and you need to be inducted for half a day. You need to have uh, various. We're, we're all equipped uh, with um, confined space entry training. Uh, Thames Water passports, believe it or not, which uh, if you didn't have this passport, you wouldn't be allowed on a any Thames water site so yeah it's a it's a necessary evil really and with the covid as well it it did once once bring the thing home to me but it made me realize that it's there for a reason although i still moan and groan every day about uh, <laughs> having to having to comply to uh, many things you know working <laughs> working from high if you stand on a chair you know things like that but uh,
0: yeah well health and safety is really very important yeah, of course and, and perhaps you know we all joke about it's gone over the top mm. indeed but um, i mean you're you know with 9 10 in the in the company you are yes. still really a, a relatively small company aren't you and yet you've been around a long time so normally and, companies would grow and get more systemized and systematized mm-hmm. and processes and policies and procedures i guess but
1: that 's exactly small and flexible
0: that 's how we 've grown yeah, small and, and entrepreneurial. so what are your future plans and aspirations then for the business?
1: Um,
0: if I was absolutely
1: honest we we need i 've been thinking about it for quite a while now. we need the next big thing, if you like. we need something else something else to to concentrate on ten years ago, we created these, as I said to you before uh, these tank mixing systems which, which incorporated our pumps mm. and they to be honest have taken off in, in every industry, in the wastewater industry and especially now in the renewable energy in industry uh, which is becoming very important, the biogas industry and dare I say we're quite well established now, people come to us, we don't have to go out and sell it anymore mm. which, which is obviously a fantastic thing but you can never stand selling this business because all, there's always people snapping at your heels. And if you don't develop, you don't pro- progress and come up with the next square wheel, um,
0: I'm afraid you're gonna die a horrible death. Mm. So you're constantly yes. watching and scanning the market. And I mean, I presume in yes. your area, you know, climate change or circular mm. economy, all those sort of things is playing into your hands though in many ways. No. Um, yes,
1: yeah, especially yeah, in the renewable energy uh, resources, yes, most definitely. That's, that's almost burgeoning you know, uh, along those, especially with our friendly farmers seeing there's, there's more money in it, in it for them as well. And they're selling off land and uh, building plants all over the place. We, uh, we have pumps in, uh, up in North Lincolnshire where Mr. Dyson owns half the agricultural land there and, he, and he's investing heavily in um, renewable energy plants.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to hear. I think um, mm. we probably do need to reduce our reliance on on um, oil and gas. So, Matt, how does uh, how do we get in touch with you, or how do we find out more? What's the web address for the company if anybody is uh, interested in in learning more about the business about your show. Sure.
1: In- yeah, it's www.pumpmix.co.uk, co. uk, which I, I thought uh, which I thought pump mix sort of, uh, highlighted both sides of, uh, of my business really yep. pumping and mixing.
0: www.pumpmix.co.uk. I was having a look earlier yep. on. There's quite a lot of information there and, and videos yep. and all sorts about all the different applications. Right.
1: And, so- uh, and which, sorry. And which again is quite topical because I've literally just finished, uh, redeveloping that That went live last week, a new website. <laughs> Because again, we're coming into the 21st century now. Gone are the days, I'm afraid, where we used to do the massive exhibitions at the NEC, and uh, mm. d- um, they've gone, they've died a horrible death in magazines as well, hard, you know, hard page journals. This is how we used to uh, try and project all our PR and marketing, but now it's all online.
0: No, indeed. Well, the site looks very good indeed. So I didn't realize it was good, quite so, thank you. Quite thank so um, fresh. So congratulations on that. Well, yep. there you go. www.pumpmix.co.uk may not yes. necessarily be a very uh, glamorous business, Matt, I guess that you're in. But it, as you say, <laughs> it's an essential service with um, your key workers. So thank you ever so much for coming on the show and sharing with us some insights there. Uh, keep up the good work. And of course, keep, keep safe.
1: You're more than welcome,
0: Adrian. Thank you very much. dot com slash support us so until next time thank you very much again for listening